Sweet as Honey, the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Sweet as Honey, the podcast. We're your hosts, Allison and Tiffany. And we're going to be talking about some stuff today. Yeah. And Tiffany's going to tell us all about it. (laughs) That was a great introduction, babe. Thank you. I had to practice for hours. (laughs) So many hours spent (laughs) perfecting that amazing intro. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, it wasn't actual hours. I just uh, am not very good at scripts. (laughs) That's okay. You did great. Or remembering anything. So the fact that we're here is, is an accomplishment in itself. You did great, honey. And luckily for you, there's very little that you have to remember because I remember everything. True. Um, so how has your week been since last week? Um, it's been pretty good. Uh, it's, I mean, nothing terrible has happened that I can remember, but mm-hmm. it also goes back to the bad memory part. So The bad memory part? Yeah, my bad memories. Like, oh. My bad memory. <laughs> not remembering? Yeah, not remembering things. Gotcha. Um, other than I texted my mom to ask her if she knew what type of tomato something was, and she was like, yes, will you please get me some? So... What was the type of tomato? Uh, it's called a Cherokee purple tomato. And I don't know if that's a politically correct term to use or not mm-hmm. uh, for what it's called. But that's what the man who sold them to me called them. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And um, they look disgusting. They do? The what color? Are they like purple? Yeah, it looks like somebody took a regular tomato and like beat the shit out of it. And this is its lumpy cousin. <laughs> And he was like, these tomatoes look absolutely gross, but I promise they'll be the best tasting tomatoes of your life. Hard pass on yeah, tomatoes. Yeah, I know you don't like tomatoes. Especially But um, I asked my mom if she knew what they were because I never heard of these before. Why the before. fuck would your mom not know what this um, random vegetable that no one has ever heard of? Right, which is this? why I asked her. Of course. So, um, naturally... So then she apparently has never had one before, but the people who that she's heard all these tomato things about was like, you know, you have to get them. And now our whole podcast is about this tomato. No, it's not. Okay. So moving on. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> How about was your week? Your mom's uh, tomatoes. I'm yeah. so happy for you both. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, very strong, very brave. Uh, <laughs> so I think that like our week has been pretty like decent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm feeling really tired today. Yeah. Um, I was just up a lot, uh, baking and, um, just cleaning and doing things about. So I'm like a little tired today, but mm-hmm. aside from that, like we've had a really, really good week. Um, yeah. it's just been really relaxed. We went to the park yesterday evening, um, after, you know, you got done with work and I skated outside, like yeah. outside, not in my garage outside. <laughs> and that was a lot of fun. And you rode a bike. Um, yeah. You rode my bike and you you ordered a bike for yourself so yes. we can go ride our bikes together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that. How many months has it been since I've been like, babe, you should get a bike? Well, or some skates. you initially <laughs> told me that I should get a bike when you first got your bike. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh. And then um, you sent me a text and said, this is your camp counselor and um, you need to choose what activity we're going to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> and so I chose a bike. Yeah. So then we're going to try to, how many? It's been a while. Did you say four weeks later? Yeah. What? You think it's only been four weeks? No, it's probably been longer than that. Probably. Okay. <laughs> Says the person with uh, the perfect memory. So please continue. Not the perfect memory, um, but I I can remember. And I think that's an important distinction. Um, So I'm really, really excited for you to get your bike. And for us to just be able to do more stuff outdoors. Like that's been a thing I've been really excited about for a long time. It's just like, let's go outside. And then like we kind of fall into a groove and then fall out of it. So maybe having this extra a thing to do or like an extra piece of equipment because like we've got um balls that we play with you know like we'll go and like toss a softball or toss a football or you'll show me like soccer stuff and I'll be like oh this is cool look at me with my socks on um and that's a lot of fun so it's just another way for us to just go and enjoy movement and sunshine and fresh air yeah it's nice so I'm really excited for you to get your bicicleta yeah, um, it's real cute. I'm I'm excited for it to come in. Yeah, you it's, look real cute on my bike, too. I did? Yeah, you just, I think that you think that it's just very girly. And you're like, eh. No, I, th- I think that it looks nice. Yeah? Yeah, they had some at um, Walmart today. I had to run an errand to pick something up. They had some there. Of course they did, the day uh, after you bought yours. Yeah, but I, I don't, th- 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 those cost more than what I got, so okay. it worked out. 
Gotcha. And those are yellow, so they look exactly like yours, just oh, with a few more yellow. extra crap. Ah, gotcha. But not as many speeds. So yeah, like, that's been really, really nice. <laughs> um, we've just had, like, good, just quality time, I feel. Yeah. Like, we just sit, we have a lot of discussions and talk to each other. Um, you know, we talk to my brother and kind of get yeah. his account of his life and his experiences and what goes on um and things like that so like it's been pretty mellow but I also feel like it's been a week chock full of quality time and that's my my favorite kind of love language so I feel very happy and content yeah um and did you feel like you got lots of hugs and cuddles because that's your favorite yeah I like that yeah so it's just just another week just another week of staying inside and do what we're supposed to do and, you know, wear just, masks out in public. Yeah. Or just not being in public very much. Being considerate of others. Yeah. 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 So we're doing pretty good. Um, that's essentially what's new, I guess, for this week. Yeah. Um, so for this episode, I just want to preface by saying like, this is not going to be a very Black Lives Matter, um, well, not not a Black Lives Matter, but not really so heavy on here's another person that's been like slain by police or mm -hmm. another person that's been we can talk about those things another time. I'm just feeling like a little overwhelmed about that. So for this one, it's just kind of be it's just going to be more of like a story time gotcha. feel to it than just this is really sad and listen to all these sad things because yeah. it's 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 hard and it yeah. can be a lot and I don't want to constantly burden you guys down with just everything is so heavy listen to how heavy everything is but we can still talk about blackness yeah. and still talk about eyelashit without having the really horribly depressing and violent component to that yeah yeah i was wondering why you um when you were discussing the topics that we were going to talk about because you come up with most of the things mm -hmm. which is great mm -hmm. uh why we weren't really focusing on that but that explanation makes a whole lot of sense yeah i mean so it's still going to be black lives matter um related you know because i'm a black person talking about my black experiences and i'll even tell you guys like some vulnerable things that i've been feeling and Things just feel yucky and yeah. I feel confused often and I feel overwhelmed a lot. So we can talk a little bit about that and then just with what we have already talked about. Yeah. How you think? What do you think about that? What do you think about that? What do you think about that? I think it's going to be great. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> so um, for all of you theater nerds that are like my wife and I, but I feel like maybe you've seen more Broadway musicals than I have I don't know you don't know I don't know I've seen a great deal I've worked on like some some theater productions before mm -hmm. um and it was a lot of fun that was actually how I selected the college that I went to if you are from the state of Alabama or you are involved in theater at all I'm sure you've heard of Trumbauer and that was how I got really involved with that we actually took Godspell to Trumbauer um, when I was a senior in high school mm -hmm. and it was really, really cool just to come to see all of these different high schools, all these different organizations and groups put together like their best numbers and come and display, you know, some acts from those shows that they decided to perform in. Sorry guys, I'm sorry if that was loud. And you know, it's like a competition. So it was really, really cool. And of course I went to Troy University or Troy State University, depending on how old you are. The era. And, right, <laughs> depending on how old you are. And that was where we went. So it was a really cool weekend trip where we went, got our set pieces, mm -hmm. did, you know, a couple scenes from this play, got everything together and it was really, really cool. So I was like a tech nerd. Mm -hmm. um, so I did like the behind the scenes stuff, which is probably why like I desperately want you guys to just listen to everything that I have to say now because like I wasted all of my youth behind the spotlight and I should have been <laughs> in it. Um, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed it. And then just the campus felt like home. And I was yeah. like, this is where I want to be. I want to be involved here. Yeah. And it was awesome. I really, really loved it a whole lot. Yeah. So Hamilton came out yeah. on what Disney day of Plus. the week was this? It on was Disney Friday. Plus on Friday, July 3rd. Yeah. And everybody... All of the social media yeah. was a buzz talking about Hamilton. Hamilton's yep. coming out. Oh, we're so excited about Hamilton. Including my mother, who asked me how much Disney Plus cost what? and how to download it onto my dad's TV and what she needed to do. To which I provided her my Disney Plus login, since we use their cable. And uh, 
I she I have not heard from her since about this, so I'm assuming she hasn't been able to figure it out, or she has. And either way, great. Okay, so you have seen Hamilton before. Um, no. You've never seen it? You've no. only just ever heard the soundtrack and you were obsessed? Correct. Okay. So we, I did not realize that we were watching that play together for the yeah. first time. Um, what were your thoughts about? Okay. So for people <laughs> that don't know about Hamilton, give them the synopsis. Okay. So basically it's about one of our founding fathers, Alexander Hamilton, and his story and how he started because he's technically an immigrant, which is why Lin-Manuel Miranda wanted to portray him and create this thing about it. Um, he, uh, basically created our, um, financial foundation for our entire country and the system for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, so it showcases his life and, um, his participation in the American Revolution and then a little bit about his after, the second half is about his afterlife, which is less exciting, um, like after the Revolutionary War part. Uh, mm-hmm. and all of that. So it basically just talks about him and, you know, where he came from and the people that were around him. And Where, where was he from? Uh, oh, uh, I think Puerto, Puerto Rico? Mm-hmm. Uh, his, an island in the Caribbean is what I remember, but I believe it's Puerto Rico and I could be just completely messing this up, but I think that's where he's from. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Which is why Lin-Manuel Miranda wanted to do that, because he is Puerto Rican as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, I struck a chord for him Mm. and wanted to pay homage to this person who was uh, created the financial structure for our our country and um, also helped develop a lot of policies and set shit up. Okay. And what did you think about the play as you watched it? As I watched it. Let's clarify there. Um, I was really excited about it because I absolutely love the soundtrack mm-hmm. and I thought it was a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the as I watched it, um, like the first couple of songs I was just so excited about that I didn't notice a few things. And then like as it progressed, I just feel like it got worse and worse. Mm. Um, so like... Without delving into it. Okay what like okay high and low like what was your highlight of your watching experience and what was the low point don't go into too much detail because we're gonna like dissect it a little bit because your girl has got some feelings so (coughs) i choked on my spit i'm sorry uh (coughs) so the uh my favorite part was definitely the opening number Mm -hmm. just because like it started everything and i was just so excited about seeing this play that or musical that I had obsessed so much over via soundtrack Mm -hmm. um and the low part was uh listening to these people's voices that um oftentimes did not mesh well Disney plus played the fuck out of y'all with this this showing so as somebody like I said I do have some background in theater I did like tech stuff so one of my absolute favorite things to do and one of my favorite sounds to this day is when everybody figures out their harmonies in those very last like dress rehearsals Mm. and in those rehearsals when everybody has figured it out their voices marry so well together over what they've been practicing for months to perfect and it sounds amazing yeah now of course you always know that the dvd that you want to sell or the type of show that you want to sell you know for people to consume you don't ever want to start off with like the first couple shows that you do right because that's of course when we're working out the kinks we're still trying to find our lighting we still might have some cues to go back over and things like that I was the right hand to the director of a lot of these things so this is when we would like mark okay these are the things that we missed in these last dress rehearsals. The lighting cues need to be mm-hmm. different. The timing needs to be a bit different. The audio might need a little bit of adjusting. They need to, you know, have these backdrops come in. These are some really sloppy, you know, they're missing the marks on their set pieces. Right. Things like that. So you don't ever want to start off with like the first, like maybe one to three shows. If like, let's say you've got like a total of seven or eight. You don't ever want to start with like the one to three shows, no. but you want to get somewhere in the middle. Four That's or five. before, right. Everybody's voices are too tired. They're forgetting things. They're fatigued. Um, 
Or they're excited because it's the last night. Right. You know, or they're just completely shot and ready to get it over because it's the last night. So you don't want to do it too early and you don't want to do it too late when their voices are tired and their bodies are tired. And you can tell that things are taking a toll on them because they look sleepy. Um, What Iron Bowl was that that we watched? And I was like, oh, no, all these kids are so exhausted. (laughs) It Uh, was from like 2017 or 18, maybe. Yeah. When Alabama and Auburn just came out and they were they just look like they were just full of gravy they were gassed full yeah. of gravy um <laughs> that's essentially what it is that you get with this disney plus um yeah. filming of this so i was super unimpressed with that and of course like i'm always watching a play you know just with that technical background in mind mm-hmm. and like i'm able to pick up on those things and how the sounds don't work and how things are not being properly marked but mostly like you said it was just these voices these harmonies were basura it was not good (laughs) that's that is spanish for trash yes uh yeah i would agree with you on that um you know i don't have the technical background that you Mm do um and i'm definitely nowhere in the acting side of that Mm -hmm. but um you know at my school our homecoming was student produced and run musicals Mm -hmm. competitions did you say high school college yeah did i say college you said high school oh i meant college i know what you meant so (laughs) Um, so like I was a part of that, but on the instrumental side, so Mm -hmm. I was always in the pit playing an instrument Mm -hmm. or, um, in the last one, I was the assistant conductor and played, um, keyboard. I played set for one song and then bassoon on another. So like, Mm -hmm. I understand the, the musicality that goes into it. Um, but you're definitely right. They were just, they sounded really tired Mm -hmm. and it was, um, I don't think that if I would have watched it with someone else that my experience would have been the same that I had when I watched it with you. Mm-hmm. Um, li- like, I'm really interested to hear what um, my family thinks about it with mm-hmm. their musical background mm-hmm. because I feel like they're not going to hear the things that we heard because of their, because of your mindset going into it versus my mindset going into it my mindset initially was like oh my god I'm so excited because this is like one of my favorite uh you know musicals that I actually finally get to see in person mm-hmm. right uh and then you have a tendency to um point out things <laughs> during movies musical whatever I do like it should yes. really who would be interested in a podcast called Tiffany ruins everything because that's life and that's what I do <laughs> like I, like if I'm listening to a song like I either love something or yeah. I fucking hate it if I'm watching a musical I either love it or yep. I hate it or I can pick out those inconsistencies so I I, I ruin it you can say it yeah it's fine. <laughs> so and so and that's I think had I not watched it with you I would still be like oh my god that was so great and like have all these warm and fuzzies mm-hmm. Um, but having watched it with you makes it, it makes me a little bit more of a realist mm-hmm. when it comes to that. And so I heard some of the the tonation problems. And there, um, y'all, I love M- Lin Manuel Miranda very much for the creator that he is mm-hmm. and the things that can come from his brain. But he should not be singing on Broadway. I agree. Ooh, maybe an unpopular opinion, but oh no, I was like, wow. Yeah. Um. So I wish that he would have just written it and produced it and directed it, as opposed to and cast somebody more yeah. fitting for the part. Yes. Yeah. Like the person, like the people who have played um, Hamilton since uh, he left have been outstanding. I actually um, know somebody. I went to high school with a very, very talented vocalist that was actually Hamilton and Broadway last year? year like last touring year? or on the actual Girl, New York? I don't know. Okay. Like, I don't keep up with him like that. But I understand. Um, he is absolutely beautiful and he's super talented. I just mm. remember listening to him sing even in high school and just being like, oh my God. Yeah. And I think beautiful it's a... Beautiful voice, beautiful human. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a really cool premise for a musical. Don't get me wrong. Um, and I loved that he used, um, what it was like 95% people of color, mm-hmm. which is fantastic because, you know, in Broadway, um, the, the roles in which you, a person of color can be cast in are, are much more limited than what is offered to white people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's really cool. Um, but their voices just didn't mat- mesh as well as they could have. Nah, I agree. Um, also watching, is it Jonathan Goff, who's the king, I think it is, um, just reminded me of why I enjoy wearing a mask 
and am glad I wasn't sitting in the front row of his performance. He's the king who sings the song and was spitting everywhere. Oops, sorry guys. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, like there was that dribble the down his chin. I was like, is that a part of the character or? I didn't know what was going on. It was yeah. very weird. No, I mean, and I understand like when you are singing um, for a musical and stuff that you have to enunciate and make sure that every word is pronounced like almost perfectly so that no one misunderstands what you're trying to sing. And, I could not stomach that ooh, scene. I could yo, not look. No, and y'all and like soiled it. Like I just. I'm ugh. not squeamish. I'm not afraid of blood. But like something about like mucus and saliva yeah. and excess, right? Cannot handle it, right? I but will that's... clean your baby's blowout from like their ent- <laughs> from like ass crack to the crown of their head was no- like Ew. it'll be gross. Like don't get me wrong, but like will not gross me out as much as like just baby Ew. spit. Ew. <laughs> yeah but like human spit like yeah. adult can't do but that. that i mean it makes sense why like singing is um like one of those things that we're not supposed to be doing right now as a group because if you watch him no shit yeah. was, anyway the projection of yeah. the moisture droplets mm-hmm. wear your masks mm-hmm. yeah so so yeah i was um i loved the um some of the theatrics behind it and some of the scenes and stuff and the way they chose to do a few things. But overall, um, I wasn't as impressed as I wanted to be. And I'm just going to go back to my soundtrack where everybody sounds perfect. You were not impressed with it because it was trash. Um, And not just because of the performance. I found it very strange because regardless, like even if Alexander Hamilton was from Puerto Rico, Mm -hmm. like... I have never heard of Alexander Hamilton or any other president besides Barack Obama. Well, he wasn't a president. My bad. Historical figures in that area. I'm in that era. I'm sorry. Um, Being like people of color, they're not celebrated Mm. for that. They Mm -hmm. go and you hear about all of the crimes that they've done against people of color. So I found it to be very off-putting that this Puerto Rican person was like... This is such a cool story to tell. I definitely want to tell it. And not only do I want to tell it, but I want to hire a whole bunch of other non-white people to tell it. I thought I found that to be so strange. Yeah. That this 40-year-old Puerto Rican man wrote a hip-hop Broadway play about American history where people of color never will have been would have been celebrated, acknowledged even as people at that point. Or even allowed into a theater yeah. to enjoy it or, you know, allowed to rehearse or watch a rehearsal. And I find it stranger that Americans thought it, it was revolutionary that, oh, he's hired a whole lot of people of color to st-. I'm just like, for the fuck what? Like, why? Why is that something to be celebrated out of all of the different Broadway plays that there could be where we're just focused on vocal talent? Why is this the story that they decided to revolutionize and have people of color be in why i just that it it, it struck a chord with me i found it to be very very weird Mm. um and like as a black person or a person of color like what the fuck is it about like u.s history that we really have to celebrate so it just felt very out of place to see all of these beautiful, talented brown people. Don't get me wrong, but why? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I just thought that was really weird and it, I could not get over that. Um, I still felt disconnected from that play the same way that I did about U.S. history growing up as a kid. Yeah. Um, in classes, I was like, this is trash. It's not for me. Not a great yeah. time. Um and of course, you know, like, I will just say, like, those voices were tire hunty. Like, that was, it was they not were. good. Uh, Disney should be ashamed. But they're not, because they get an escrilla. So, like, oh, I get 100%. it. But I was not impressed with it yeah. at all. And I felt very disconnected from the story. Even, though, like, I love plays and I love, like, musicals and things like right. that. But this, to me, was just like, mm-mm. I was zoned out a lot of the time. I, like, yeah. left to go do something else. And I was like, oh, no, babe, don't worry. You don't need to pause it. It's okay. Just enjoy it. Um, I don't know. I just, yeah. it was very off-putting to me. Yeah, I understand that. Um, and, and like, I get that with, um, you know, voice recordings in a studio that you can adjust them uh, and you make them sound beautiful and, wow, beautiful. It's fine. Beautiful. Ain't perfect. nothing more beautiful or Beautiful. <laughs> Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, so make them sound perfect versus, you know, what it is now. So, um, 
I don't know. I was disappointed. Also, I only liked the first half of the show anyway. <laughs> so, like, even when I was listening to the soundtrack in my car or, you know, wherever, the office, whatever, um, I always would get bored halfway through and be like, okay, well, that's enough. Mm-hmm. So, and that's kind of how I felt about this, too. Like, yeah. even I was checking my watch to be like, is this over yet? Yeah. Like, I think I'd like to rewatch it by myself. Uh, I didn't even talk that much through it. I was not engaged in that enough to. So I would like to rewatch it <laughs> by myself, not because of anything that you were doing, but just to watch it in general to be like, okay, that wasn't just like, I wasn't just hearing that. Like, that's definitely what's happening. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, <laughs> so Hamilton is trash. Moving on. Oh. Okay. So that brings us to the word of the day. And the word of the day today, honey, can you guess what it might be? You told me earlier and I don't remember. So no. Okay. The word of the day is abolish. And what does the word abolish mean? Uh, to get rid of. Yes. So um, definition to formally put an end to, as in in a system, practice, or institution. Example, we should abolish the Electoral College. Each vote should count. And let's give the Constitution a glance over, shall we? (laughs) Abolish. Okay. (laughs) So basically, if you don't know what the Electoral College does, is basically we are, um, we elect the Electoral College and the Electoral College is kind of um, who speaks on our behalf. So they're supposed to advocate for us. So the way that we understand voting, it is not a democracy. It's a republic. Correct. And um, complete and total like actual democracy would be like you vote, you put it in there. People can count the ballots. That is, that's what wins. Like the majority, they just count each and every single one. The the popular vote, that being the one that has the most in A or B. And that is not currently what we have. No. Um, the Electoral College, it, how many, oh shit, okay, is it 240 or 270? To win? 240 or 270. It's 270 to win. Yes. And 500 and some odd total. Yes. So basically, like, you, this is why it's important to vote, you guys, because we elect the officials that are in the Electoral College, and those are the people that work on our behalf. So of course, if you're electing criminals, they're going to do like criminal shit and scam and be easily dissuaded and uh, easily bribed and things like right. that. So that's why it's really important to do your, um, your due diligence and vote, but also do your due diligence and do research on these people that yeah. you're voting into. If these people do not align with you politically, right. if they do not align with what your core values are, just keep in mind that these are the people that are going to be, you know, in charge of like yep. who's actually elected to be the president of the United States. And in case you have not noticed um, for the last almost four years, that has not worked out well for us. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's really, really important to vote and to know who you're voting for and why. Yeah, and the electors are already put into place at this point. Mm -hmm. But like in the state of Alabama, um, you have to declare yourself uh, either Republican or Democratic. Mm -hmm. And um, when you do that, your ballot only has Republican names on it or only has Democratic names on it. So there's no like jumping the party lines even though you align more with this person. Mm -hmm. It's just party or nothing yep uh so i i had no clue who any of my electoral uh, electors i think are their names or Mm -hmm. electors whatever uh i don't know who any of those were but i voted for democratic and we're in a republican state so Mm -hmm. those apparently aren't gonna (laughs) tough shit Yeah. yeah basically right so i'm wondering like i really am curious about how to enact change in this way because of course, what worked for our parents, grandparents, and great grandparents mm-hmm. is obviously not what is not what works for us. Right? Um, their values are different than what our values are. Their lifestyles yeah. are a complete one eighty from the lifestyles that we live today. The things that they valued are completely different than they were today. So it makes sense that you know you think about the Constitution and when the Constitution was written and how much time has passed. How our lives have changed so much Mm -hmm. the different things that we place valuation in the different things that we there's just so many different things there's so many liberties to protect and there's so many things that are not distinctly and directly outlined in this text and also you guys like 
<laughs> we were not really the people that they were talking about that were in there as black indigenous people of color. Um, you know, so it definitely yeah. would not hurt to kind of give that a, a once over. So I really just kind of want to do my own research project and look into what it would look like to like how many people would have to be engaged and active to overturn um, yeah. the system that we currently have and to really truly have a republic. And, you know, I'm just like, or maybe lower the ages for people to be able to serve. Um not to be able to serve, but to be able to run for certain offices. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Um, you know, because I'm just like, maybe, you know, a 25-year-old would do a better job or somebody that doesn't have X, Y, and Z type of right. experience, but they have life experience or something like that. I am of the mindset to where I don't like politicians. And the less that somebody feels like a politician and the more they feel like a genuine, authentic human being, that's the person that's going to resonate the most with right. me. The, the person I'm looking for values and I'm looking for what they stand for, where they come from, their family dynamics, um, their personal beliefs and things like that. And not just somebody that's just going to be a puppet and no. is going to do what everybody wants them to do because it's what's popular and, you know, whatever I don't want somebody that's very controversial I just want like a nice wholesome <laughs> representative and like a party system that's really really easy to understand yeah <laughs> what I mean, do we have to do to get it to that I, place I shit I don't know I don't think there doesn't even need to be a two-party system in general like I think that's where they fucked up mm -hmm. um so there's that because it polarizes everyone mm -hmm. And, um, as far as electro electoral college goes, I don't know why I can't talk tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like the bad part is, uh, there's been five times in history, in the history of presidential elections, mm -hmm. where a person got, a, the president who was elected did not win the popular vote, but mm -hmm. the electors voted them in. Mm -hmm. Uh, the most recent being 2016, mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, mm -hmm. but people voted in Trump. And that should just be it. It should just be what is the popular vote, period. Right. So, like, and for 48 out of 50 states, if what whatever the popular vote is in that state, that's how the electorals are electors are required to vote. Um, but I think it's Maine and Nebraska there. They don't have to do that, which mm -hmm. is, like, weird to me. Like, it makes sense, but it's also, like, the two y'all couldn't just jump in line with everybody but okay whatever mm -hmm. um i just don't understand why we have that like you're absolutely right if the american population wanted to vote someone in and overwhelmingly did so why would that person not become the president mm -hmm. and so i did a little bit of research and what they were talking about with the electoral college when they first founded it they were talking about like they tried to split it up so that it wasn't just like all of new york got their votes but the south didn't so essentially we can uh, blame the South for the Electoral College because the South was less populated mm -hmm. in more rural areas. Mm -hmm. And so they were afraid that their vote wouldn't count for as much as all of the people in New York City. Mm. And surprise, it almost feels like it's the opposite because we're pieces of shit <laughs> down here. Um, mm, well, so, so that's that's really what's happening. And I, I'm 100% in agreement with you. Like, I've We've we've talked about this a couple of different times. Mm -hmm. How like I just think it's so stupid to have an electoral college. Why can't we just be a democracy and fucking right. vote for who we want to fucking vote for? Right, and then that just be it. And then get Thanks. Donald Trump out of office. But I don't want Biden not in there either. So oh my god, you guys, this upcoming election has me so stressed out. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like my options are a racist or another racist who seems to be more liked by people because he's still riding the coattails of his vice presidency. Mm -hmm. um, I just find him to be incredibly gross and I, I don't trust him. He freaks me out. He is old. He's very easily confused. Also, can we talk about age ranges for presidents? Because I feel like there should also be a cap. There's no reason that we should have a president closer to 80 years old than 30 or 40. Um, I'm just saying. Like, there's... Mm -hmm. What the fuck do I have in common with a 73-year-old man? How old, how old is 45? Something like that. Crazy-ass Gemini, but... I mean, like, same, but still, like, He's not... 74, so you weren't... Yeah, I was close. You weren't wrong. Um, yeah, he just had his birthday. That's how I know. Um, but... Yeah, oh and God. Joe Biden's 77. Yeah. 
So I know I mean, they're old as shit. I don't have anything in common with either of these assholes. No, I don't need to have a white man coming up talking about how he got his beginnings and he has a completely warped sense of reality. Yeah, I don't need to listen to somebody else say you ain't black if you don't vote for me. I don't oh, like. God. I don't. It's I just don't they're need any. Ev- of this. They're all just so problematic. Uh, and you know, Obama was the the youngest that we've had since. Kennedy, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I don't know. Like, Obama was like it for me. Like, I don't think it's going to get any better. You know who would make a great president? Julian Castro. He would. And I wish that money was not an issue for yeah. keeping us from having a decent human being enact change yeah. in the highest office. Yes. There, I had this sense of calm listening to this person articulate his feelings and his thoughts and talk about his background and the things he was passionate about. I could believe him. I haven't, I can't, I don't trust anything that comes out of these old rich white men's mouths. Mm -hmm. I don't, they don't understand that. I don't have any respect for these people that are constantly trying to make reproductive rights a government issue and like a political issue. I, (laughs) Guys, like the president of the United States is a misogynistic, like he's a fucking creep. Like, I don't even understand how any woman, for one, could still be like, oh yeah, totally love Trump. After he talks about women in this super disgusting, predatory, rapacious way and has been recorded doing this, like you can see his mouth, you can hear his voice. If that's not enough for y'all, like, I don't know what's going to be. Nothing. They're the ones that are still wearing their MAGA hats right now out refusing to wear a fucking mask. Talking about my body, my choice. Mm -hmm. Stupid. I just, I don't know how you could be that stupid as a woman. I really don't. I don't. I'm like, he hates you. You realize that, right? Like you would be a receptacle for him. You, you understand that, right? Like that is your purpose is to serve him. Yeah. And I don't just mean like in a housewife way. I just mean like you are a sexual object. He does not like he dehumanizes you at every chance that you have. It doesn't matter what your color is. You're a woman. Yeah. He has no respect for you. Not, yeah. None. He and doesn't even see you as a human being. You add in any portion of LGBTQIA and it's just oh, fucking over. Fuck. Like just he wants to retract all of the rights that we have worked so hard to earn. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just a danger, and uh, it's at the point to where, like, I've said to people and have seen on, on uh, social media, but I've, I've said it, I don't, I feel like I said it to a coworker or something, that I was like, if you're voting for Trump, you are actively voting to harm me. Mm-hmm. And they could not comprehend that. Mm-hmm. And we had a discussion and to talk about it, and it still just never clicked. Yeah. Like, he incites so much hatred and division across the country on the smallest, on wearing a fucking face mask. Like, the smallest fucking things. I just don't understand Mm -hmm. how anyone could support him. And that he won't even, like, just do it. I pointed this out when I was on Instagram the other day. And, of course, like, I'm sure shit not going to vote for him. I never voted for him. I never will. I don't have a positive feeling towards this other, like, scum of, like, he is the scum of the earth. I think that he is the worst But just thinking about this from a logical, like a purely logical standpoint, if I'm a narcissist and what it is that I'm doing is to get me elected to be the president of the United States for a second term, wouldn't I want all of the people that would vote for me to be alive to vote for me when it comes to be the time? But instead, I'm letting thousands, like tens of thousands of people die from this virus when literally I could probably help to eradicate a great deal of those positive cases and those deaths by just putting a mask on myself. You would think so, but apparently, uh, you know, them liberal snowflakes are just making up the whole thing. So, uh, and padding all of the numbers and what else? Oh, Oh, yeah. And we, we stepped out of the, we, we are, he officially put in our letter of resignation from the world health organization as of today. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. So it's just, if that's who you voted for, good job. 
I just want to start over. Can we can we have right. a can we just have a break for a little bit? Like give us a term. Give us four years to come like give us four years to come up with a plan. Let's strategize. Let's figure out the way that we want our government to look for the foreseeable future. For the rest of our like our generation's life. And then to be able to have that to where it's comprehensible to the generation that comes after us. Right. So if there are things that need to be amended that suit them in that time, that's the thing you can't expect to have this hundreds, uh, you know, this hundreds of years old text that's going to apply hundreds of years later. That's not how it works. Like you have to think about it in this way that it has to be amendable. It has to be something that can change as the times change. Yep. Things even in our lifetimes from 10 years ago, 20 years ago are completely different than what they are right now. Yeah. You can imagine the way that it's changed from the time that your parents were kids, from the time that my parents and my brother and I were kids like <laughs> from the time that their parents were kids. Right. So we have to give us four years to get together, strategize. We like y'all, y'all know we can work the fuck out of zoom now. So who got, got the that. zoom, who got the zoom like on deck, get together, really <laughs> come together and strategize about what we want our, our government to look like and our political climate to look like moving forward, like to where like we can rewrite a constitution that reflects our values. We can help to rewrite laws that are actually applicable to what's going on. And I just, I, I, I don't understand how we live in such an antiquated system and how we're just like, this is the way that it's been. And this is the way that it's always going to be. I'm not racist. That's just the way that God intended for it to be because black people are dark and that means that they are dumb. And that means that they are meant to serve us and be out in the sun because my fragile white skin will burn. Like, no, that's not what the fuck this is. The government that I would want to see would not condone keeping up Confederate statues. It would not steal land from indigenous people. It would not (laughs) be killing black people and brown people in the streets every fucking day. It would not be discriminating against LGBTQIA youth or people or trans people or any like it literally would just be like so much more love, so much more acceptance. And it would be so much more time and resources that could be spent doing shit that matters right now and not trying to undo shit that we had nothing to do with to begin with true (laughs) you know the only good part that good thing that's really happening right now is that we you and i aren't traveling the world like we would have been Mm -hmm. um which means that i don't have to tell anyone that i'm from the u.s and immediately apologize yep and, like, preface with, I didn't vote for him. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, we did that in Costa Rica. Yeah, several mm-hmm. times. Yep. Several times. I just, it, it's so sad to be viewed as just this laughing stock. People, you know, no one else takes us seriously anymore. So. And not only because we're from the United States, but now because we're from Alabama. Yeah. Because none of our dumbasses know how to put a mask on our face. No. No. Like, even if I had a work trip, I wouldn't be able to go <laughs> because I'm not allowed in certain states. Right. Without quarantining mm. for 14 days. Yep. So what do they do? Like, they pick you up from the airport? Fuck, I don't know. And then they have, like, that little, <laughs> from Monsters, Inc., <laughs> every time somebody got contaminated by a sock or a child's toy. Oh, what was And they the come code? and shave you down. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what the code was, but I know exactly what you're talking I feel like there's a 13... About. Maybe. I don't know. And then they come and pull up the little <laughs> the little curtain and rub you down and shave you and <laughs> Yeah, like is that what happens if you <laughs> How do they know that you're gonna quarantine? Uh I also am a huge proponent of like not making work harder than it needs to be. Yeah. Um if people wanna like fucking kill themselves, like great, awesome. But also Protect the people that are trying to do right. There's no reason right. that there should be any establishment in this world that does not have a mandatory mask policy. There's no reason. There's no reason. Literally, you are attacking other people by not having your mask on. It is not a compassionate act. You're not being... Co- I cannot even believe that this is like... Sometimes when I think about this mask debate, 
it feels like a dream to me. I feel like it's some goofy shit that I dreamt about that I can't stop thinking of. And not that it's something that's actually happening in real life because like it's such a common sense practice. Yeah. There's absolutely no reason to not do it. Even if they discover in freaking September, October, November, January of next year, you know what guys, the masks actually weren't doing anything. How fucked up has this made your life to have to have these masks? I don't, Not, I don't know. It's a minor, tiny inconvenience that could potentially, possibly, and has actually been cl- clinically proven to help slow down the spread of COVID-19, which is going to, of course, decrease hospitalizations and deaths. Yeah. Why would you not do that? Well, um, to uh, quote somebody that uh, I follow on Instagram, and I uh, at this point keep around just so I know like what the complete opposite side is feeling. Mm-hmm. It says, you see non-mask wearers as disease, disease spreading defiant imbeciles when in reality they are fighting for the last remnants of your freedom you didn't know you were about to lose. What? Exactly. So this person thinks that they are right. Yes. And refuse to wear a mask and refuse to shop at businesses where they're not allowed to wear a mask. I just don't understand there are people really debating this like there are people that are just like you're sheep they're just trying to see all that they can get away with and i'm just like guys like out of all of the things that even i personally in my own vessel can admit might make me sheepish i have a macbook an ipad (laughs) and an iphone that could make me a sheep and an apple watch um that's i sheepish perhaps um i have Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I don't do Facebook anymore, but those could also be like debatably sheepish behaviors. You know, something that the masses and oh, and Reddit, sheepishly something that people just do. Um, I'll see something that somebody wears on social media and decide that I like it and that it might fit my body well and buy it. That could be sheepish behavior. Um, I like Pinterest and will pin things all day long and figure that out. That's sheepish behavior. I literally learn by watching people do things and emulating it. So that could also be considered a sheepish behavior. But I don't want those things to contradict my intelligence and my ability to use deductive reasoning to figure out when something is logical versus when something is illogical. It's not a logical <clears throat> argument to say, like, they're trying to keep you from doing every. I'm just like, no, they're not. Like, yeah. nobody is telling me that I can't leave my house. Nobody's telling me that I need to stay home. Nobody's telling me when I can come in or when I can go. They're just saying, if you're going to come in here, because we want to protect people. We want to protect our workers. We want to protect our workers. We want to protect ourselves. And hopefully the other people that come in here are going to do the same thing for you. Yeah. How is that a sheep? like mentality to have when it literally has to do with public safety well some people still just don't understand why we're wearing masks in the first place um like another person i talked to i tried to use that the p analogy Mm -hmm. that i'm sure everybody's seen on social media at this point and he that person still didn't get it and was like yeah but now why am i peeing on people i was just like you know what do you want to clarify that just in case? Sure. So, <laughs> yeah, that probably sounded weird. So I use the analogy of if Tiffany and I um, both uh, have, let's say, have some type of whatever. So if we both like a disease or something, right? Okay. And if I, if neither one of us are wearing pants and I peed, we would both get wet, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you put on pants and I pee and we're standing, you know, within a certain distance of each other, you're not going to get as wet as I am, right? Are you wearing I don't pants? Have pants. No, I'm going to get more wet than you are. If you have on pants and I don't? Yes. Okay. It's the same, it, it's the same thing. You're confusing yourself. So basically sure. what you're saying is like, you're talking about the transmission of water molecules as in with the COVID virus. So what you're saying is... <laughs> so upset but i know what you meant Mm -hmm. finish it go ahead ahead, Uh, so then if if we both put on pants though then we're both less like and like if i tried to pee again then because you have pants on and i have pants on the molecules aren't gonna get onto each other right 
onto me. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's the point of both people wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just didn't do a good job of explaining it. No, you just confused yourself when you were talking mm-hmm. about it. Like you got, I got that weird looking look on your face. Like you doubted yourself, but you were saying it right. You were saying if I'm wearing pants, you're not wearing pants. So that's the same thing as you not wearing a mask, me wearing a mask. Correct. You pee, and let's just assume you have external genitalia for the sake of this analogy. Yeah, sure. You pee, it's not going to get on you. Like, you might get a little bit of the droplets, but it's still going to get on me. It's the same way that the COVID, that it, yeah. it works that way. You're not wearing the mask to protect yourself. You're wearing it to protect other people. So yeah. if I'm, you're not, you're not wearing a mask, or you're not wearing pants and you pee, I'm going to get infected with whatever is in your pee. Yeah, I don't have anything in my pee, though. Just to be I don't clear. know that. Uh, I guess I'll just have to trust you, won't you? Yes. Speaking of not having anything in your pee, um, I had a really shitty experience with my gynecologist. Do you want to hear about it? Of course I do. <laughs> um, okay, so my like, gynecologist is... Literally shitty? Terrible. Oh. Um, no. Okay, I was but, just checking. Okay, so I know that we have alluded to this before and how... You know, just black women and the healthcare that they're able to receive and the way that we're stigmatized, even in the healthcare field, mm-hmm. um, the way that that works. So here's the thing. Back in March, I had an abnormal pap smear. And abnormal pap smear, if y'all don't know, if you don't follow me on Instagram, pap smear is basically, you know, you go to the gynecologist, you lay down on the table, you put your feet in the stirrups, they get the speculum, they stick it in your... Um, If you have internal sex organs, they put it into the vaginal canal, they open it. So, you know, they dilate it so that they can look at your cervix. Mm -hmm. What they're checking for is any abnormalities. They're going to swab. They're going to look at those cells under a microscope. Hopefully they come back normal. If not, they could just indicate just normal cells, precancerous cells, cancerous cells, or sometimes, you know, there could just be like an STI that has um, messed with the normal balance of that area of your body. So for me, what this meant, and I, I, I'm still discovering more about what that could mean. Um, I My uterus was enlarged, so it was big. I don't know why. Um, my uterus was enlarged, and from the test results that I was able to read, it could have indicated precancerous cells. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple other things that were there as well. <clears throat> so, of course, this was like way before all the COVID-19 stuff came. Even when I went to that appointment very early in March, I had to like go in. They still had everything kind of locked down. Don't come in if you're feeling sick or having any of these symptoms. You know, they had somebody at the door like, hey, (laughs) you know, even before I could get into the facility where I was going, which was UAB Hospital, um, one of their many campuses, it was in Hoover. Um, Before you come in, let me make sure that you don't, are you having any symptoms? Are you feeling well today? Mm -hmm. And so it was serious even then. And I go into this appointment it's not a big deal. We go get it done. Um, my doctor and I kind of discussed the results. Well, not the results, but just the procedure afterwards. I go in for uterine ultrasound a couple weeks later. All that they do, take like a wand if you have ever been pregnant before. Um, it's usually the first type of ultrasound you get where it literally looks like a little probe. It looks like a, a you know, kind of like a dildo um, with a slightly bulbous top. They put a condom over it. They put it inside of you. And that's just to take measurements of my uterus from the inside, which of course just confirms that it was enlarged. So then my doctor wanted me to go in for a procedure called a colposcopy. And a colposcopy is similar to a pap smear, but they're going in and they're going to spend a little bit more time scraping up against your cervix. Ugh. So when you think about um, it, just if you're not familiar with anatomy or if you are um, someone that was assigned male at birth, um, cervix is, so it's going to go, your vagina is the opening in the bottom. And then that goes up to your cervix and then above your cervix is your uterus. And when you think about it, it's like babies up top. When they talk about dilation, when you give birth, that's your cervix that they're talking about open up so that it can come through the vagina. So again, vagina, cervix, uterus. Okay. So <laughs> I'm just giving you guys some anatomy lessons. Baby Don't head, worry. Got it. Um, right. So they, you know, all that the colposcopy is, it's going to take like a long, it's like a COVID-19 test for your cervix. And all that they're going to do is take an, a, a similarly abrasive swab that's going to look kind of like a mascara wand <laughs> and swab your cervix. And then they're also going to take this like vinegar-like solution to wash over. And then they're going to take more of that. Sometimes they'll actually need to take a biopsy depending on the type of cells that they find, which is really cute. So basically they're just, 
taking like a little pair of cuticle clippers and clipping off a little chunk of your cervix from the inside Whoa. so that they can take a biopsy of it. Um, All my- this shit sounds made up. <laughs> right. So... Of course, I do my due diligence, contact my insurance company, say, hey, what is this supposed to, you know, is this covered, blah, blah, blah. And it actually turns out that that would have been an out-of-pocket cost to go towards our deductible. Please email me if y'all need like a breakdown just of this very rudimentary like insurance talk. I know that they make the language very confusing. I have worked with it in the past and can at least explain, <laughs> you know, co-pays, deductibles, mm-hmm. co-insurance, things like that. If you need help with it, just know, just email me. Um, I can break that down for you pretty simply. But it wasn't covered. So I was like, okay, it's not covered. My doctor made it sound like I had like other options. Not really a big deal. Okay. So I I don't hear anything back from, you know, my doctor about this. This was the first appointment that I had with her. I had never had an abnormal pap smear before. So after I was able to send her some questions through the portal, didn't really have a question about it. So last week I reached back out to her office um, via mail and I, you know, via email. And I say, hey, you know, I just wanted to know what my other options are. Is this something that I need to be um, looking out for? Blah, 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 whatever. I had had some irregular periods. That was one of the things she talked about was if you're having irregular periods or bleeding more than usual, you're having any spotting, that is something to look out for, um, you know, because it could be related to whatever else is going on. Mm -hmm. But as long as everything else is still pretty normal, it's not really anything to worry about. You can it's up to you if you want to pursue it further and do any further discovery. So I just take that as this isn't really something that needs a lot of attention, blah, 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 whatever. So I'm going to read to you guys the last, the last couple of messages that I got from this office. So my number one issue is the fact that I will specifically write to my doctor and sometimes a nurse will reach out for my primary care doctor. Absolutely love her nurse. She's very thorough. She speaks to me with respect. Um, We love our doctor. You know, we love our primary doctor and we love her nurse. Now, this was not the same experience that I had with (laughs) Uh, my gynecologist's office and I don't know why it was the way that it was but I just know it did not make me feel good so give me just a second to get this pulled up here you say it's called a colposcopy colposcopy yes I was trying to tell my mom the name of that the other day and I called it everything but that I was like it's would a you corn, call it a colonoscopy corn posca corn corn postulant jimmy crack corn uh there was a pulp you know Fiction. you needed some pulp Mm-hmm. It, I don't know, it was an extra pulpy thing. Pulpy. Um, you needed some type of ostomy. <laughs> ostomy, okay. Yep. I. She was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, clearly I don't either. So it worked out. Okay. So I pretty much go into this, you know, really, really descript, um, you know, description of what I've been going through when I'm just like my first appointment we talked about this um I'm not feeling right my periods have always been regular all of a sudden they're not anymore um my cycles are usually from this time to this time um I don't usually have any of this but this particular time I was having cramping and PMS like symptoms and then I had some spotting and it was really weird um so one of her nurses responds to me, y'all, this was like, y'all know how loquacious slash verbose I can be. And loquacious is when you talk a lot, verbose is when you write a lot, you're welcome. Um, but you guys know that I can be long winded. I feel like details are very important, especially when we're talking about our health. So I reach out, the nurse responds and says this, thank you for your message. Um, She goes, hi, Tiffany. Cycles can range from 21 to 35 days or so. I see a message from your doctor stating that you might have some uterine polyps, which can contribute to cycle irregularity. She recommended a specialized ultrasound, saline infused ultrasound to evaluate this further. Do you now have insurance coverage so you don't have to pay out of pocket? And then, you know, signed her name. So mind you guys, like I have gone into my cycles are usually 26 to 28 days. They come like clockwork. When I was pregnant back in 2013 slash 2014, you know, I didn't bleed, didn't spot anytime during that couple months after, you know, a couple months postpartum period came back like normal. It's been regular ever since. Um, not a big deal, blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, so this message pissed me off a lot. 
I said, hi, <laughs> nurse, whatever her face. I said, thank you for your message. I need to address the fact that it is incredibly off-putting to be told what the normal length of a cycle may be, especially when provided a detailed account for my personal history and what our doctor, uh, what my doctor told me to look out for. Please refrain from this type of language in regard to my specific and personal concerns in the future. I have insurance coverage. However, the procedure we initially discussed was not covered by my provider. If the saline infused ultrasound is the only alternative, I will check in with my insurance provider for coverage details and call the office to schedule an appointment. So then I get another response from a different nurse on another day. And then basically what she does is forward me a message from my doctor. And that message from my doctor reads as the fall as follows. Uh, she has to come in for a colposcopy. Her pap smear, we cannot rule out high grade dysplasia. And this has to be ruled out before we do anything else. We will look further at her cervix during this time as well, which could help us evaluate possible times for spotting. Can't stress the importance of the colpo, low likelihood of cancer, but higher likelihood of severe dysplasia. So we need to see it ASAP. If it's too expensive, we can see if she can qualify for blah, 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 blah. Um, if she already knows that's an issue. So basically this just kind of, made me feel like my doctor was not on my side it made me feel like she was not advocating on my behalf it does it felt negligent to me especially because the things that were in that there's no reason that if she could have messaged her nurse about that she couldn't have directly sent me a message right, right. um so I don't know it just it, it really really rubbed me the wrong way um luckily Allison has an old friend that she went to high school with who is another black woman who has another black you know that has a black um gynecologist and was even able to figure mm -hmm. those things out and she's in the healthcare field herself yeah so it was just really really off-putting to be I'm sorry if you guys can hear the dogs in the background we're about to wrap up soon um <laughs> but I don't know it was just very very off-putting to me that this was like my first time really having this type of experience like as an adult person where I'm having to like advocate on my behalf and be like, look, I don't give a fuck about your nursing degree. I don't give a fuck about your doctorate's degree. Y'all work for me right now. Like right now I am the patient under your care. I have hired you to provide a service to me and you're doing a shit job at it. And I guess I'm just telling you guys this because like, just stay on the lookout. It's not fair to have to advocate for yourself. Mm -mm. It's not right. It's unjust. Um, it's very, very frustrating and it can feel dehumanizing and things like that. But just don't ignore those biases because they do exist. And don't be afraid to like advocate for yourself. Don't be afraid if somebody is talking to you rude. I don't give a shit if that person has two, 12 doctorates degrees. I don't give a shit. There's no reason that anybody needs to put your concerns on the back burner and talk to you like you're less than. No, we just so, needed to talk to each other like we're fucking humans. Yeah. And interact as such. Right. So... Long story short, I had no idea even like about the dysplasia. Mm -hmm. um, be careful when you guys are going to see your gynecologist. Um, see if there's a way that they can test for HPV if you have not been vaccinated for that. Um, because to my understanding, that is the only possible cause for the condition that I may or may not have. I don't know um, because my doctor never followed up with me to let me know that it was actually really important to have a colposcopy. She just kind of suggested it and let me take that into my own hands because she's a piece of shit. Um, she's oh. also fired and um, I will be... I'm checking with my insurance company soon. Um, I do believe that I have a black doctor that I would like to go see, which I'm very, hey, very excited about. Because yeah. um, I just, I fucking refuse. That is the second bitchy white woman doctor. As a matter of fact, in the same field, because the original one that I had when I was pregnant with Rachel, if y'all remember Rachel from several episodes ago, um, she was also a bitch and she looked like <laughs> Jane Lynch. And I absolutely adore Jane Lynch, but I don't like Jane Lynch when Jane Lynch is being ugly to me. And that woman, oh. she literally decided she wasn't doing obstetrics anymore. Like, I don't know, four months into my pregnancy and was like, okay, well, I guess you need to figure something else out now. Bye. Um, that sounds like a great time. Oh, yeah, it was super great. But it ended For up being you. a blessing in disguise because I loved my next OB. Like, she was delightful. Well, that's great. Yeah. Who wasn't at your birth because the nurses didn't listen to you when you said that you were in labor. Continue yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I have, like, lots of stories like that, apparently. Um, <laughs> maybe I had a couple more than I realized. But I don't know, guys. Like, don't let anybody fucking try to back you into a corner yeah. and tell you that you're being crazy or hysterical. You know your body. You live in your body. You know your body's history. You know what's regular for your fucking body and what's not. I don't give a shit what kind of degree it is. Also, can we, like, 
denormalize like male gynecologists. I think that's really fucking weird. And if y'all stop hiring them, maybe they'll go away. Like, ew. <laughs> Who's is so weird to me? Like why that's even an option? Cause how do you go to some dude and you're like, yo, well sometimes like my veg hurts when he's like, oh yeah, I know all about that. Read about it in some books. That's weird. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I'm very uncomfortable about that. But, yeah, yeah, I don't like that either. I would much rather have a female presenting gynecologist. Yeah. Or even like a trans gynecologist that was like very open and like comfy in their transness. Yeah. Um, But just for somebody that's never had a vagina, like, no. this is not your field, dude. Like, uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. So you want to tell me that it's all these freaking men walking around that don't know, like, where the clit is, but I'm supposed to trust a male gynecologist. <laughs> I think the fuck not. Um, uh, well, it's not about uh, your enjoyment. It's about procreation. No, oh, touche. Under his eye. <laughs> <sighs> so I don't know, you guys. Like, it's just weird. Um, we will, of course, put some Black Lives Matter related links down in the description box for you guys. So check those out if you would like to donate, educate yourselves. Um just do some reading. Um, I'm still looking for some literature to read. I am currently listening to the audiobook White Privilege. And um, I am unimpressed and I'm ready to drag it for filth very soon. Um, if you guys cannot hear that, that was lightning and a very anxious Yorkie. So I think this is a good place to close out this episode. Please remember <laughs> to rate us five stars. Subscribe. Review the podcast. Listen to our dogs lose their shit. We love you guys very much. Don't forget to follow us at sweetesthoney.love. And you can also follow us at sweetesthoney.lov, I do believe, on Twitter. And email us, info at sweetesthoney.love or tiffany at sweetesthoney.love. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.